Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is the Fantasy Football Junkies, and we are live week number 14, man. Can you believe we are here? Playoffs actually beginning for some leagues. I got my boy Spanky with me right now as I have him on every single week. And uh, man, this is exciting, man. The first, I mean, the first ever Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. It's just week, I remember week one. And um, you know it was it was crazy when when uh, our buddy Kelna was, was with us and, and you were there. It's just, I think we I think every single week we've gotten better and better and better and, and hopefully I, I, the, the people listening agree with us. I mean I don't I don't think our picks have gotten any better or our advice has gotten any better, but <laughs> I think we've helped some people out. Don't you think, Spank? Uh, either help or hurt. Definitely uh, depending on your definition of those two words, but uh, it's fun. You know, I you know I wanted to. Start, I don't know what this. Uh, so it's like a little asterisk next to to the or my team name. Um, what's what's that mean? The asterisk. Oh, yeah. Oh, that means I've clinched the playoff. <laughs> yeah. 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 It feels good, doesn't it? I don't care how many years you've done this. When you clinch a playoff spot in fantasy football, you feel like you've accomplished something. You know, you haven't wasted. You haven't totally wasted all your jelly beans that you've put into the league, right? Well, especially going into, you know, with, with one more week to go. And it's honestly, I have a, a league that, that playoffs start this week and there's still buys. So it, 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 you breathe a little bit easier. But like a, a buddy of ours uh, had sent out in our mass text, you know, you're not, now you're playing the role of, of knocking your buddy out now. So now it, it even gets, and it's funny how people's attitudes change a little bit. You try to talk throughout the week you know, to the person you're playing. And it's amazing on a normal maybe week four or week five, those conversations are a little bit longer. But when you're clinched and then you have a player or a team that you're playing against and it's your friend and you say, hey, what's going on? Nothing, fine. Everything's great. Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. And it's just like you're picking up a little bit of uh, – of uh, funkiness from them. Yeah, quick story real quick. My son, who, again, is this is his first year doing a, a fancy football team all by himself – uh, 14 years old, freshman in high school, and uh, he's not had the best year this year. Uh, he's not going to make the playoffs. I think he's got four wins uh, this year. We're in a 10-man league. He's not going to make the playoffs. I am fighting for a playoff spot in the league that we are in together. And there is money, or jelly beans, I should say, up up for grabs with, with his with his buddies in this, this, this fantasy football league. He beat me last week. <laughs> and... Um, has stopped me so far from being into the playoffs. And the relationship between my son and I on Sunday was definitely one where I was making him do way more yard work than probably he should have been doing. <laughs> mm. So he listens to the podcast. That's why he misses the playoffs, correct? <laughs> no, no, he, he, no, he just, you know, he, he's just now, I think he's pretty vanilla. Uh, this year where he was kind of into it at the beginning of the season, he was all into it, but then, you know, when his team wasn't doing good, you know, it's hard for those, those players. It's hard for people to, you know, when your team's not doing good and you can't, and there's not much out there to pick up, it's hard to stay, you know, in, in, in involved and, and paying attention. And he, and he, you know, he, he was one of those people, you know, he didn't check out totally. He set his lineup. He's not like some weirdos that we don't want to talk about right now, but you know, he you know, he just he wasn't following it as much as he was earlier on in the season. So we're here for all of you guys, man. We're here for the people that are still trying to make the playoffs. We're here for you guys to try to make the spoiler uh, you know, uh, match happen, you know, the spoiler victory happen and knock maybe somebody out of the playoffs, keep them out. That's what it's always about. It's always about having fun. 
and making it fun for other people. Because I'm telling you right now, Spanky, you will not be asked back ever, 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 ever again in our league if you pull some reindeer games. I mean, it just ain't going to happen. And I think, you know, there have been friendships that have been put on pause, if you will, for a couple years because of the actions in a fantasy football league. (laughs) Is that necessarily right? Maybe not. But grown men, we can act like babies too. A hundred percent. But I find it odd that you're you're uh, saying that I would try something funny when you've been dodging the uh, elephant in the room uh, since uh, said trade or a trade was made. But <laughs> fantasy football does things to forty-six-year-old people as well as freshmen in high school that turns each one of them into a nine-year-old. Yeah. With their attitudes, so yes, I get it. Yeah, friendships will end, but you'll you'll come. Everybody makes it their way back. Yeah, they always do, especially when you're like you're 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 uh, you know you you got a twelve man league and you need one more guy to get in that league or girl, and you're like, oh man, I got do I really got to call this person? I got to find that person's number again and ask them to play just because you know they're going to be good for their money. <laughs> now, now that's the funny part right there that's the funny part right there oh i'm throwing the darts right now buddy we're getting them ready for you okay getting you all riled up so let's get to the fancy football junkies 101 the information i know you guys are waiting for we have a lot of information actually today there are four teams on a buy spanky mentioned it already and some of these teams you know the fancy football teams if you're a manager of a team you might have one of these teams on a buy uh, and I, I just really hope your playoffs aren't set up to start this week. That would really be bad. But the Colts, Dolphins, Patriots, and Eagles are all on a buy. And there's some fancy players there that obviously uh, are probably going to be on your bench. But the waivers, I uh, came up with uh, some some waivers that I think, again, I try every single week to go kind of deep on some leagues that I don't think these players are drafted or picked up in. or you know uh, they, They're probably free agents, guys. Uh, so for week 14, and again, moving forward, there might be some streamers on this list. Like I've got, uh, like, like I'm a big believer in a kicker and a defense can actually win you a, a playoff game. You know, I really, really am. And so for my defenses, I've got some streamers I think you can start this week that would that, that might score you more points than maybe a Dak Prescott. I'm just saying, Spank. So here are... <laughs> Here are your first look at some waiver wire pickups for Week 14. Quarterback Taylor Heineke uh, in Washington. He is only owned right now. Listen to this. It's hard to believe. In 30% of all leagues, Taylor Heineke. Now, he's scored at least 15 fantasy points in three of his last four games. He's thrown for multiple touchdowns in two of his last three. He's been a serviceable quarterback for many games this season, flashing some decent upside. Washington faces off against the Cowboys this week, which is a defense that has allowed the fourth most passing yards and is yielding, listen to this, the seventh most fantasy points per game to opposing signal callers. If you're looking for a streaming option this week, I like Heineke to put in on your team, Spank. What do you think? I think you, the key word there that you used was serviceable. And I, and I, I, I would have to agree with that, but your upside... What would scare me with that matchup is game script flow, and if the Cowboys bounce back, then then that takes Heineke. Well, I guess that could work the other way too, because then Heineke's going to just start throwing the ball too. Absolutely, but serviceable. I, I I agree with that. Serviceable. Yeah. So Heineke, I think definitely he's he's out there on the waiver wire. Go grab him. Running backs. I got Dontrell Hilliard from the uh, the Titans. 
the Titans did not play in Week 13, but Hilliard was featured in last week's article that we talked about. Uh, he remains a strong add-off waivers this week if he's still available in your league. Here's what I have, what, what, what we said about him last week. Titans have a bye coming up. Okay, he, he rushed for 131 yards and a touchdown, 12 carries, catching one of two targets for two yards. Now, Hillard drew the start on Sunday, and it was the second consecutive week that led the backfield in offensive snaps. Now, again, Deontay Freeman also had a nice day, but following the bye week, the Titans draw a great matchup against the Jaguars, and I think Foreman uh, is also someone you could you could bid on as well. Uh, Amir Abdullah from the Panthers, man, and this is just sad to say with Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard, Expected to, you know, be not as big in this game. You know, Chuba Hubbard owners, I, I, I was looking at my chops. I've got him in one of my leagues. I thought, man, he's going to take the, the spot for Christian McCaffrey and just run with it. Well, Chuba is not available. I would tell you right now, Abdullah is. He is only owned again in maybe 27 to almost 30% of, of leagues. And um, chances are he's still available. Go pick him up. And, and he's going to get 12 to 15 carries in that game. And then I've also got Rex Burkhead. Uh, for the Texans, and um, you know, investing in, in a Texans back is not something that I would usually recommend. But if you snag Burkhead off waivers for a cheap price tag, it might be worth it given his recent usage. Because Burkhead has had 18, 15, and nine touches in his last three games. This past Sunday, the Texans got blown out of the water, which forced them to completely abandon the run. But that said, if you look at their schedule, there are multiple favorable matchups in this uh, next week: Seattle, Jacksonville, the Chargers. All defenses that can be generous to opposing backs and deeper leagues are in situations where injuries have caught up with your team, and that is probably a, more a majority of the, the of you out there. Burkhead is a serviceable back. Now, running backs that that shouldn't be free agents. I'm just going to throw these names out there really quick, but I know that they are in some. Like I could not believe Javante Williams was available in one league that I'm in, Spanky, last week. I just I could not wow. believe it. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, Matson. Mark Ingram, we'll get more on Mattinson here in a minute for the Thursday Night Football Focus. A.J. Dillon, Sony Michael, Devontae Freeman, Jamal Williams, Tevin Coleman, Boston Scott, Ramonde Stevenson, Peyton Barber, Jeff Wilson, Samaje Pirine, and Devontae Booker. They should not be available, but if they are, you go pick them up right now. Uh, wide receiver waiver wire pickups that I think are, are there because, I mean, I'm just looking at the percentages again this morning. They're not owned. Russell Gage from the Falcons. Josh Reynolds from the Lions. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown targeted a team high 12 times last week, catching 10 passes for 86 yards and a game-winning touchdown. His targets have been up and down, but I think this performance is certainly noteworthy, making St. Brown uh, uh, someone to ponder here off of waivers. And then Trey Quan Smith from the Saints. Smith has been frequently mentioned uh, throughout fantasy football circles. All year long, the Saints have the Jets, Bucks, and Dolphins in their next three games. All matchups that I think Smith has a chance to flourish, especially with what the uh, offense is doing there with the Saints right now. Uh, and tight ends, you know, if you have to start a tight end, it's been hard this year. Uh, the guys that are supposed to be scoring aren't scoring. The guys that aren't scoring are scoring. But I like Gerald Everett from the Seahawks. I looked, and he is only owned in forty percent of leagues. Uh, he might be available. Also, Pat Fryermuth from Pittsburgh. I mean, wait till I get to my Thursday night focus. I, I think he's someone that you start. He's a must start, maybe, if you have to start a tight end. And then Tyler Conklin from Minnesota uh, this week, if he's not available. He, he probably should be picked up in all leagues, though. Now, your defense is the stream. I, week 14, again, I'm a huge believer in kickers and defenses. 
They'll win you Super Bowls, man. They really, really will. They'll win you a title. And three defenses to go look at right now. I would really, really look strongly at the Tennessee Titans. I picked them up in three of my leagues this week. Tennessee versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like that defense. The Denver Broncos versus the Detroit Lions, another defense I would look at. And then the Chargers versus the Giants. I think those are three defenses, again, that could probably score more points than Dak Prescott this week, Spanky. What do you think? You got such the, <clears throat> the burn on Dak. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like you're foreshadowing a, a, a bet or something is what, or, or uh, somebody to pay up on their bet. Hey, but what it boils down to, and, and I appreciate you going through all that, but a lot of these guys, too, in this situation, if you're having to rely on waivers to continue your success going forward, whether your playoffs do, unfortunately, start this week or which in most leagues start next week, for the majority of the players, they, you should have your lineup set and, and, and waivers almost should be you know, I mean, just in case you make it to the next round, just in case. So a lot of those names you put on there, a lot of those should already be owned. And if you have, like you mentioned, P. Ryan, if you have Joe Mixon and you're in the playoffs, you better have P. Ryan just in case. David Montgomery, you better have Herbert just in case. That type of situation. But, I mean, it's 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 playoff season. You should darn near have your roster set, if not this week, you know, or start looking ahead, assuming you're going to win, unless you're in your case and my case, we have the asterisk and we're already in and we can breathe a little easier outside of all the white castles that I have uh, <laughs> UPS to you. And hopefully you, you uh, finish the whole two suitcases full of cheeseburgers. Oh, it's going to be all good, baby. The burger bets. I think we, we, we started that last week with the, uh, the bet. We'll talk about that here. We're going to actually make it a segment, the burger bet segment. And, and it'll be fun. I think, and if people want to, uh, you know, offer up some burger bets. Hey, I think Spanky and I will be more than happy to either take them or say, heck, no, you crazy. Um, so that's the waiver wire. And again, Spank, you're, I mean, it, it's, it's not a, it's not a secret. You know, if, if, if you're relying on the waiver wire to win games, you're in trouble. I mean, you really are. But there is that one. I mean, and when you pick somebody up off of, off of waiver wires and they haven't done anything all year, are they going to win you a game? I don't know. But it has happened. I mean, I would say, I would say 15% of the diamond in the rough players that you pick up at this point in the season work. The 85%, they usually don't work. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I, that was the dumbest thing I ever did. But when they do work, it feels dang good, and it's a story you can tell your son, you know, and be like, hey, I told you, boy, go pick well, up. To, 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 to prove your point, you brought up Russell Gage. I was in a predicament where I, I, there was no wide receiver that I had on my roster worthy of starting or tight end. We have a flex position, wide receiver, tight end in our main league. I grabbed Russell Gage. I was lucky. If, if it wouldn't have been for his points last week, he went off, I think it was for 18 points versus Tampa Bay, and I barely won to make to clinch that playoff spot. I won by seven points. I would have got – I was going to play Zach Ertz, and I would have got one point. So there is proof to your what you're saying – about adding that waiver wire, but I did that last week, and it was purely, I'd like to say, yeah, I knew what was coming, <laughs> but it was purely a luck move, Yeah, but it, with, with the situation in Atlanta, it paid off. Yeah, so. it was a diamond in the rough pick, for sure. It was, you know, and you, and you had one, uh, for sure. 
So let's get to the Thursday Night Football Focus, and it is uh, back to kick off another fantasy football week in 14, bringing a potentially profitable interconference matchup between the Steelers and Vikings tonight in Minnesota. Vikings are a, uh, I'm sorry, was Steelers are a three-point favorite tonight against the Vikings. And as always, you, you, you want to try to start off your week you know, with, with big points, and I think there's some big starters that you might, I mean, there's some no-brainers, I think, you know, there's some must-starts. Um, but there's also some that you're kind of like, man, do I start this guy or not? Uh, do I want to risk it? Because once you're done, you're done on Thursday. You know, there's no, oh, man, I wish I should have started this guy. So let's break it down. Um, for the Steelers, they're leaning towards passing a lot more, I think, with Roethlisberger settling in better into that Matt Canada system. They're also playing with a sense of urgency in what could be uh, Big Ben's final season. For the Vikings, uh, the, the Mattinson-Cook drama continues, but I think... From what I'm seeing, Spanky, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it looks like Cook is going to be sitting again, and Mattinson will be the one uh, taking over. And, and again, he, he's a must-start. I mean, uh, the other one uh, you know, that, that was tough to see was, was Thielen going down, wide receiver, but that just makes number one wide receiver Just, Justin Jefferson even a bigger must-start this week, so we'll get to that in a second. I think this week Ben Roethlisberger is a starter, Spanky. I really do. Um, he's a QB 30 on the year. I mean, 30th rank on a fantasy, but he should have massive volume again as the Steelers have become better up front and got more confident throwing the ball downfield last week against the Ravens. Vikings have a good pass rush, but their corners are terrible. And Roethlisberger's wideouts are, are, are just made to destroy them. So I like Ben Roethlisberger tonight to start him. He is a streaming quarterback and a sleeper quarterback that I think you might start over Dak Prescott. Spanky? Prescott. What's that? You don't like Dak Prescott is what you're saying. No, I'm just saying I think Roethlisberger oh. scores. I'm trying to give you some burger bets because you lost last week. We'll get to that segment in a bit. I'm trying to give you some burger bets. and I, mean, I honestly think Ben Roethlisberger scores more points than Dak Prescott this week. Dak Prescott scores more points than Ben. I should have retired last year, Roethlisberger. You think that happens? Yes, I do. So you want to make that burger bet right now before we get to your burger bet? You want? I mean, we can do more than one. Put it on the grill. It's on the grill. It's on the board. It's on. The, <laughs> put it on the board. All right. Yeah. All right. Fine. Big Ben. I, hey, I got so, it. So you, I wanted to touch on one thing. You had said my sources tell me that Dalvin Cook will play. Really? Unless there's, a pre-game, unless there's a pre-game setback. From what I'm hearing from the, the bottom of the Pop-Tart box is that Dalvin Cook will play barring a pre-game setback. Yeah, see, everything I've seen of as of this morning was that it's Mattinson's, uh, it's Mattinson's ball. So, I don't know. We'll see. Keep an eye on that. You really got to keep an eye on that, guys, because I've got Cook in, in two of my big leagues, and, and I, you know, I've got Mattinson, thank goodness, in both of them. Uh, I, I think for the Steelers tonight, though, you start Najee Harris. The Vikings' run defense has started to tank, making this a pretty strong matchup for the, the rookie, and he's looked good, man. He can also be a big part of the passing game, too, which, I again, I think you know Big Ben's starting to rely on him a little bit. It's been a while, though, since he's had a strong – RB1 showing, but I think at worst, he's going to be a top 15 running back this week, and, and those are hard to come by every week, Spanky, regardless of whether he finds the end zone or not. 
you're starting him every week. There's no, I mean, that's just one of those no-brainers. Right. The other two uh, I think that are no-brainers are Deontay Johnson and, and Chase Claypool. You start those guys no matter what. I do like tight end Pat Firemuth, though. Since the Steelers' week seven bye, the rookie's been a tight end one in four of six games. His role has gotten so big because of, unfortunately, the injuries to some of the other players. He's also getting big red zone uh, looks, um, you know, over what was is some of the, 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 I couldn't believe some of the plays they were running for this guy. I mean, it was unreal. Vikings has been pretty good against a tight end, but but TJ Hawkinson did score against him last week. So I think you start that guy, Pat Fryermuth, this week. And the Steelers defense and the Steelers kicker. I mean, Boswell's been money all season. And, and I, even though I dropped him because I like a, a kicker out there better, uh, Prater this week, I think you try and pick up Boswell. I think you, you set him and forget him for the rest of the year. So you so you think going you think Pittsburgh's defense on the road going up against the Minnesota team that has to win to stay in the playoff hunt on the road you 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 would go you'd be feel comfortable with the Pittsburgh's defense absolutely yeah I really really do wow. I mean just like the recommendation there's no reason to go against the the grain here the Steelers pass rush demolished the Ravens last week Spanky be honest I mean it was it was unreal the Vikings have been good in pass protection but. You know they're going to be without a couple of linemen. Pittsburgh's a, a, they've had a lead leading thirty seven sacks. I just the road the road tilt scares me on a short week against a team that lost to the Detroit Lions and the first team that lost to the Detroit Lions <laughs> and looking for a bounce back game. That would be a tough call for me. I understand your stats and I get it. That would be a tough pull for me. Okay, uh, for the Vikings, who do you start or sit tonight? I think uh, the must start is either you know Mattinson or Cook. Um. Again, I I don't I don't know. I'm I, I I wish I had something to pull up right now, but I'm telling you, I just re I just read this morning, and it was a Minnesota tweet that said that that looks like they're leaning towards Mattinson this week. So I don't know wh- wh- where you were seeing that that Cook is getting the green light. If he's not ready to play, Cook should be started everywhere. Uh, he's available on Thursday night. He's, it's good. It, what I see is, is Jeremy Fowler reports Dalvin Cook's shoulder is expected to play in Week 14 against the Steelers. All right. Well, keep an eye on it, folks, because we have definitely been wrong before. I've been wrong many times, so keep an eye out on that. Game time decisions, I hate that, so keep an eye on that. Must start wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Must start, I think, here, too. Look at this. You're going to love this. Just in time for the release of Spider-Man Far From Home comes a sneaky promotion for the return of William Defoe as Norman Osborne. That's my boy, KJ Osborne. My son picked him up and killed me while he stands in for Adam Thielen. Minnesota's number two wide receiver. I think Osborne is a possible top 20 wide receiver this week, Spank. That's funny you bring him up because he was another wide receiver that I snagged this week when waivers went through. I was actually kind of surprised that I got him. Uh, but then I'm in the dilemma now to where uh, Osborne or Russell Gage this week. You know, I got to make that decision by tonight. So right. I, I, I kind of like the, the problem that I see there is I think if Dalvin plays, I think Minnesota feeds Dalvin the ball, and that takes a little bit of the Osborne out of effect. But still, I think Cousins is going to pass it home. But I like Osborne as well. Yeah, and, and here it is with, with Kirk Cousins, the guy that's going to be throwing the ball to those two. I think, look, I think he's going to be, I think he's, I, I had it originally on here as a start 
you start Kirk Cousins just because he's been a pretty steady QB one with 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 only five finishes outside of the top twelve and nine multiple TD games. But overall, I, I don't know, man. I think he throws two touchdowns. All right, one to Justin Jefferson, one to KJ Osborne. <laughs> But I don't think you get much more than that tonight. So I would be careful. I would be very careful. If I, if I Look, if I had to pick starter sit Kirk Cousins this week, which I do in one of my leagues, I, I, I'm sitting him. But, I, but I'm sitting him for Kyler Murray. So, you know, I, I sit Kirk Cousins. That's, that's, my, that's my thought on that. I think you sit Tyler Conklin. I think you sit the Vikings D. I think you can start the kicker Greg Joseph. Uh, he's been money all season, and he's kicking in that controlled environment, a matchup that's good by the numbers. So leave Greg Joseph in. Uh, that's your Thursday night fo- uh, football focus uh, for tonight, guys. There's a lot of potential scoring going to be happening tonight. I just hope it's not one of those games, Spanky, that we think it's going to be, you know, 50 plus points between both teams, and it's just a, a dud. You know what I'm saying? We've seen far too many of those where you get excited for it, and then it, it is a dud. And it's, you, you would think. The NFL, I, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, did they do away with the flex scheduling and stuff like that? Are they still, I mean, how do they, how does that work? Do you, do you know on that? What was that again? As far as the NFL and flex, the flex schedule, are they not allowed, are they, do they not still do that? I don't think that, I think they, they got rid of that three years ago, didn't they? I mean, because didn't not, they, didn't they have sure. four games? There was four games that they could pick. And then people were like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. The teams didn't like it. I think I think the teams complained about it to the NFL, and they didn't do that. I wasn't 100% sure if they were still doing that or not. That just goes to show you how much I pay attention. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's not a dud either because there's a lot of, of people that this week, like you, we said earlier, that friendships are going to be won or lost. Oh, yeah. And it, it, a lot of the stress level goes up. So I, sure. I hope we're in for a good game tonight. All right, so your biggest booms and busts this week for week number 14. Spanky's going to look at all the games and tell you who he thinks the biggest booms and busts this week are going to be. Not a bad week last week, Spank. I mean, I don't think you missed too many. I think you played it pretty safe, though, with your booms and busts, and hopefully you don't do that again this week. So let's start off with your biggest booms at quarterback. Who you got, Spank? Uh, I might get uh, might get yelled at for this one, but the biggest boom this week, I got to try to put my guy Russell Wilson in there at Houston. Whoa, he was a bust. Yeah, I know exactly. He was a bust last week, so why not put him on the boom list this week? <laughs> because that's just where we're at. He made it public yesterday that he would accept a trade to New Orleans, Denver, and the Giants. I believe it was, and he plays on the road versus Texans. So I think. Versus Texans, if Russell can't get it right versus Texans, he's either A, going to decrease his value a little bit and prove, hey, the time has passed for us by, or he's going to show, now that he's made it public, I'm, I'm willing to go play somewhere else if, this, if Seattle wants to rebuild. This is what I still got. So I, I honestly think that this is a big game for Russell Wilson. All right, and and I, and I agree with you that this is the week. I mean, this is the matchup. It, it's kind of like one of those too-good-to-be-true matchups against Houston so yeah, hopefully you're right on that boom. Who's your uh, your your running back boom for this week? And I can't believe you said he was available in the league, but Javante Williams versus Detroit. To me, it doesn't matter if Gordon's playing or not. Even if I guess you can flex play if Gordon does play, but Javante Williams, I've tried to trade for him before. You know, he really started hitting it, and people started no- noticing it, and I I couldn't grab him. But it's a juicy matchup versus the Lions this week. 
Yeah, I agree. I think, I, and I and I hope he goes off. I really, really do because I need to win. I need to win to get into the playoffs in that league that I've got him in. All right, who's your boom? Oh, you're in that position. You're in yeah. that position. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, my son beat me last week. He kept me out. I got to win this week to get in. If I don't yeah, win, not. and I need some help too. That's what I hate about fantasy football. Not only do I need to win, I also need some help, <laughs> which I hate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, who's your wide receiver boom for week fourteen? Wide receiver boom, I, I think you just got to go Devontae Adams versus the Bears. Bears defense has allowed 20-plus pass TDs so far, and I like Adams for two, count them, two TDs this week against the Bears. Can I can I give you a, a player I think is going to have a boom for this week, and, and I think you might be really, really happy to hear about it? You signed the paycheck, so absolutely. Jamar Chase. Uh, well, <laughs> we may have another side bet because – with the boom side, we have a bust side. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. All right. I think we'll Jamar knock, Chase. We'll, 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 we'll knock that one out right now. Jamar Chase is in a funk. After coming out from the, you know, on fire the first seven weeks of the season, I believe it was, he's going on the bus list for me until I see or until I hit the reverse jinx. Basically, that's what it is, reverse jinx. And it doesn't help that Burrow's got a jacked up finger. So uh, that's, okay. I play that into that a little bit. But he is in a funk, so I I hope one thousand percent that I am wrong on this. Even though I don't have to win this week, I still want to see him get his get his touches and touchdowns. I just I just feel like you know the mistakes he's made have been dumb rookie mistakes, and I think it's just a matter of time before he starts doing what he did earlier in the season. So uh, I don't have him, I, you know, and, I, and I've tried getting him from you a few times. I just wasn't giving you a back. I just like Jamar Chase a lot. I wish I had him on some of my teams. Uh, who is your uh, boom flex position, Smeggy? Boom flex, I'm going with Alvin Kamara. He's had plenty of time to rest his uh, ailments. So it's like, welcome back, Alvin. you got a date with the defense that has allowed the <laughs> most fantasy points per game to opposing running backs this season. Yeah. If you can't get right coming after your you know off weeks when you're, you were hurt, now's the time versus Jets, even though it is a road game. But it's the Jets. All right. Let's get to the bust, the biggest bucks, bust for week 14. Spanky, who's your bust at QB this week? I don't like Lamar Jackson on the road versus the Browns this game. It's a road game to Cleveland. We don't know what the weather's going to be like, even though Lamar's you know, familiar with playing in awkward weather. Last time Lamar faced the Browns, it was in week 12 at home. And I say only, in quotation, had 19 points because we – hold Lamar to a, a higher standard, and we always think he's 20-plus. But I think this is a bad week on the road. Does Baltimore's offense just look broken to you? Yeah. I, I would. If I had Lamar I, I, going into the playoffs, I don't know, honestly, that I would be that comfortable with Lamar as my QB1 trying to win a title. As, as stupid as that may sound, I don't know that I would be comfortable with that because – you just don't know what Lamar is going to show up. You see the crazy, th- you know, it's the crazy throws. Even though you got the flip side of getting the run points of that, the offense as a whole, you have twelve running backs in the backfield. You have Mark Andrews at tight end. So I, I think, don't know. I would have to agree with that. I think uh, we do a segment. I think we just came up with one. Things we would have things we things things that we never thought we would say at the beginning of the season. And one of the things that I never thought I would say at the beginning of this season, there's a lot of them. You know what I mean? There's always a lot of them, I think, Spank. But none, I would never, ever, ever would have thunk in this, that, that Lamar Jackson 
would drop out of the top five fantasy quarterback spot. I just never would have thought I would say that. Well, and I'm not saying that he's he's a bad quarterback, but he had his 40 point game versus Minnesota. It's been 19, then he was out 19, 21. So I, it's just like you said, the offense as a whole is broken. Plus, they're giving Freeman the ball too, so that's taking some of those brushes away. Right. But you look at their upcoming schedule at Cleveland, Green Bay at home, Cincinnati on the road, and then the Rams on uh, back home. So it's again, if I was if I was relying on Lamar Jackson, which you know a lot of teams are, it would I would hope that I have a suitable backup just in case the matchup is more juicy than what Lamar has. Yeah, go get Heineke right now. Go get go go pick him up. I'm not kidding. His matchups are way better. Anyway, who's your uh, running back bust for this uh, Week 14? This one pains me to say, but David Montgomery versus the Green Bay Packers. It's a tough place to play in Green Bay. I think the game script will play into this decision. However. If the Bears versus Green Bay matchup in, in Chicago, Monty was out for that. Montgomery was out for that one. So Herbert put up 18 points against the Packers defense. And I always hate to use that game script, but I think the Packers are going to get up big. Justin Fields, I believe, is back at quarterback this week. And I just think in Green Bay, game script versus Montgomery is going to that's going to take his numbers down a little bit. Yeah, you might want to monitor that too because just four hours ago it was updated. He, uh, he, he, you know, he missed practice yesterday uh, with 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 a potpourri of injuries: the the shoulder, the groin, and the glute. So owners are going to have to monitor that status to see if he even plays this week. So be careful with that. Who's your uh, wide I, receiver bust? I, I like that that usage of word potpourri. I like that. You got to you got to put a little funk on it though. Potpourri of injuries. All right. yeah, I, like I did see that too. So, hence your early waivers talk earlier. Go get Herbert if you're in that position. So, uh, Jamar Chase was my wide receiver. Oh bust. come on! I, yes, Jamar Chase is my wide receiver bus this week. He's going on the bus until we reverse jinx this. That so. sounds like another burger bet. No, because I want to see him produce. So I'm going to be rooting. I, I'm going to be rooting for him. However, Ben Roethlisberger, so, I will not be rooting for. So him. you wouldn't you wouldn't make the bet, I you know because I mean you can still root for him and make this burger bet with me. You ready? I know, but I'm on a budget. Unlike some people, I am I, too. I, I just I don't plan on losing. I can't afford to sit here and keep feeding you burgers and 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 all of that. Even the White Castles, I can handle for a minute, but. I just think a good burger bet is I think Jamar Chase this week. I think he scores. I'm going on record right now. Chase scores. You don't have to make a burger bet with me, Spank, but if if you like it, take it. I think Jamar Chase scores 15 fantasy football points this week. You realize he hasn't scored 15 fantasy points in (laughs) one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. That's including a bye week in there. Are you right? taking the burger bet or not? You say fifteen or more. I say fifteen. He scores fifteen fantasy. Yeah, I say I say he scores fifteen fantasy points. Jamar Chase. I say he scores less. Put it on the grill. It's on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna like to, to lose that one though. That's one you're gonna like I'm, to lose. I'm on a diet though, man. <laughs> All right, who's your who's your flex uh, bus this week? Just a gut feeling, but again, hence I'm fat, so it's a big gut to get this feeling. But Le- Leonard Fournette versus Buffalo. Don't say I think that. I have to because I think Buffalo's QB 
Josh Allen and, and, and Bucks have some guy named Tom Brady. Um, I think they're just going to go back and forth slinging after what Buffalo did on Monday night, which I, I hope people weren't dependent on those Josh Allen points on Monday night. Yeah, I, well, I, wasn't, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't dependent on them at all. Exactly. So <laughs> I think they're going to come out and just be slinging it back and forth. You have the GOAT in some people's eyes, in most people's eyes, versus the young kid coming up. I just think that's I, – I, I'm curious what the over-under is on that, actually. And and I think that's just going to be tossing back and forth, which I think will take Leonard Fournette's – it's just a it's just a hunch, just game flow again. But I think Fournette would be a bust this week. All right. There's your booms or bust, and we got a couple of burger bets already made uh, just by talking about uh, week 14. So one of the burger bets, I've got Big Ben scoring more points than Dak. You've taken that burger bet. You've also taken, I think, Jamar Chase – is going to score 15 fantasy points this week, and you're, you're taking that one too. Spanky, let's talk about last week's burger bet. You know, I was big. I was big on Matt Stafford last week, and you didn't like it very much. And then you didn't like it that I said, uh, there's no way I'm starting Dak Prescott over Matt Stafford last week. The burger bet was Matt Stafford scores more points than Dak Prescott. And I love it when I'm right, man. And I'm lo- I love that we're starting the burger bets off with you owing me some free burgers. So, well, it comes off of all the money that I've already won from you in the past. Oh, but, yeah, oh! I did, I, I did lose. Honestly, watching the beginning of that of that Rams game uh, versus versus Jacksonville, I was like, "All right, well, <laughs> all right, I, mean, I might be all right here." And then as it started going, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm so, so I might as well just put them in the mail now." So yeah, yeah Stafford, I, I did lose. Stafford doubled. Dak Prescott's per, uh, production. So he had 30 total fantasy points. Uh, and, and again, I go by three different leagues, CBS, ESPN, and uh, Yahoo. And Dak had about 15 to 15 and a half fantasy points. So, uh, you know, again, it's, it's you know, we're going to keep track of these. So I'm up one zip right now. And I think that's good that we'll keep track of these too because, you know, it could be triple or nothing. Like right now, it could be triple or nothing. You've taken Dak over Big Ben. You've taken less... Uh, than 15 points for Jamar Chase. Are there any burger bets that you would like to toss at me this week, Spank? Uh, I, I kind of like your the way that you put them out. So I'm 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 standing comfortable where I'm at. Again, budget and play. I'm fat. I'm on a diet. <laughs> so if I win, you may just have to send me a turkey burger or something. Uh, I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Very good. So let's wrap it up again as we do every single week with the Spank Box. These are uh, you know little rants that we let Spanky go on because I guarantee as a commissioner uh, that he has been for the past 20 years, there's a lot that he can rant about. And uh, Spanky, I'll turn it over to you, and you can wrap up this week's of Fantasy Football Junkies Week 14 with the Spank Box. This is part of my therapist where he says that I'm allowed to get these rants off my chest. But I've also been accused of directing these at people, and yeah, they are directed. Hey, don't be that guy that comes Sunday morning you want to start playing the weather guy. Oh, it's raining. The wind's blowing. Oh, I got to change my quarterback. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? Don't be that guy like I was and got scared when you seen the weather and Kyler Murray coming back. Oh, it's going to rain. What am I going to do? Don't be that guy. I was that guy and got scared. I pulled Kyler Murray from my starting lineup, went with Kirk Cousins. I was that guy. So to point the finger at this guy, because I was that guy. Don't become Mr. Weatherman. You're a fantasy football junkie nerd that tries to win jelly beans. 
don't be that guy and all of a sudden think you're a weatherman and thinking a quarterback's going to do worse because the raindrops hit the football. <laughs> don't be that guy. All right. That, I, I appreciate you saying that because I was that guy. Uh, I was not, I'm sorry, I was not that guy, Spank, and I left Josh Allen in and I knew the weather was going to be bad. I left him in and it, and it bit me in the butt. So, I mean. I never wanted to punch myself in the face more than what I did last Sunday watching. <laughs> and, and with all due respect to our late great friend, Chris Collin, I understand where he's coming from because I had some errands to run, so I wasn't planted right in front of the TV. And Kyler Murray runs in for a touchdown. Kyler Murray, touchdown. And I just wanted to punch myself in the face because hearing the reports of the bad weather, so I almost think you just almost have to throw that stuff out sometimes. But I was guilty of thinking, well, I'll beat the system. I'll I'll go with Kirk Cousins. And it almost backfired again. I barely won to secure the playoff spot by eight points over a buddy of ours. And it almost backfired massively, and I could have left, I believe it was 15 to 20 extra points just because I didn't put Murray in. Yep. You did good, though. Kirk Cousins got you in there, and you and I are still in a comfy spot in the big money league or the, 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 the what did you call it, the uh... – Flea Market League. The Flea Market League, yeah. And so <laughs> jelly beans are on the table. I hope some of the stuff we've given you this week helps you guys win your fantasy football leagues. And remember, make it a reality with the fantasy football junkies. It doesn't have to be a fantasy anymore. Week 14 is done. We will catch you next week. And uh, Spanky, well done. Enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you then. See you.